Welcome. For those of you who have never been here before, so glad that you're here, so glad that you're joining us. What an exciting night to be a part of. Vision. How many of you guys are thankful for vision? So how many of you guys wear some kind of corrective lenses? You know what I mean? Like glasses or contacts? Okay. So I am super blind without my contacts. Like so blind. Like I'm talking about like I, when I take out my contacts at night, like if Molly moves my glasses like into a spot where like I didn't place them, I'm so blind I will not be able to find them at all. Like, legit, I will, thank you, Val, blind partners right there, yes. So, like, I'm legally blind without my glasses. Like, if, yeah, really bad. So, I know the value of vision. You know what I mean? For those of you who, who wear a corrective lens, you know the value of vision. I remember being in school, um, probably, like, early junior high school, and it was in uh, Missouri, and I refused to wear my glasses. Like, I just did not want to wear my glasses. So I remember, guys, bring it back in. Shh, bring it back in. And uh, I just remember, like, sitting in class, and I'd have to sit on the front row because my eyes were still bad back then, but not as bad as they are now. And just listening to everyone in the class that could see play around the whole class. And here I am, like, halfway blind, like, just, gosh, yeah, right? So I value vision. Tonight is our vision night. Tonight we're talking about the vision of the arsenal. Tonight we are talking about the vision. And when we're saying vision, we're not talking about the availability, the ability to see. We're talking about something so much more by that. What I mean by vision is the very meaning, the very purpose, the whole reason why we in this ministry exist. Why are we going as far as we are as a ministry and why we exist here at the Arsenal? And the reality is this, is you in your life, whether you're part of a ministry or not, you need to have a vision in your life, okay? You need a purpose. You need a reason why you exist, and this is all about why we do everything that we do here, the worship, the sermons, the fun, the trips, yes, even camps, every aspect of our ministry, because the reality is this. Are you ready? If you don't have a clear picture of where you are headed and why you're doing what you're doing, the likelihood of, of success is improbable. And that is so true. If you don't know why you exist what your meaning is, you being successful is pretty much impossible. And if we don't have a purpose here at the Arsenal, if we don't have a goal, if we don't have a reason why we do these things, then everything that we do here in church, no matter if you're part of this church or, or another church, anything that you do there is pointless if you do not have a reason. Why? Because ministries that don't have purpose, that don't have a goal, that don't have anything like that will eventually die. And if you look around, you could see that we are not a dying ministry. We have life. We have, there is excitement. We see people off to study for ministry. We see, like, look at Amanda. Amanda was one of our very first students that I had. Actually, was literally the very first student. When I started here nine years ago, she was my first student. We had other ones, but she has now, she went to Bible college because the Lord has called her into ministry. 
Now, maybe you're not called into ministry, but that is okay. That does not mean that you still can't have a vision for your life. And this ministry is not dying. We have life. There is excitement. We are seeing people changed for God. Lives are being changed here. Think about your life before you started coming here and experiencing the love of God. And the amazing thing is, you get to be a part of the vision that we have here. And this is all about God and all about us being a part of all of that. And that is a blessing. So tonight we reveal the most simple vision. This is what it's all about. Because we love God, we love people, and we're called to change the world. Love God, love people, change the world. This is about as simple as it gets. And you can memorize it. That's why we wanted it so short, so you could know it. When you think of the arsenal, I want this, this phrase to be in your mind. I want you to understand this, the whole viewpoint, and why we do this. And we're going to break this down uh, in a minute. We're not going to take a super, super long time tonight because I want you guys to start tonight. I want you to learn and to be functioning and to be active as ministers. Guys, we're not just raising up Christians here. We're raising up ministers. You guys are fully capable of ministering to each other. Listen, you don't, and please do, you can come to us for prayer, but you don't have to come to us for prayer. You can go to each other for prayer. Why? Because you guys are ministers. So let's go ahead and break this down. Our first point is love God. Love God. One day, there was an expert of the law. You know what that is? When you think of the law in the context of the Bible, do you typically think of the first Ten Commandments, maybe? The Ten Commandments? Yes, that's, that was the Hebrew law. Um, the, the reality is, is, if you look throughout the entire Old Testament, there's about 618 laws. Okay? So when it says the expert of the law, it's not saying a guy that was able to memorize Ten Commandments and knew them front to back. We're talking about this expert that knew all 618 laws throughout the Old Testament, right there. So he came to Jesus... And he's like, Jesus, what do you think the greatest commandment is? And Jesus, without a pause, if you know this, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind. If you've been a part of church for any number of years, you may have heard this verse at one point in your life. If not, totally cool. It's always exciting to learn something new about the Bible. This is the first And the greatest commandment. In fact, Jesus says this himself. In Luke chapter 10, he says this in another portion of scripture. I just read Matthew. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind. Now, this verse has so much packed into it in regards to our faith in God, in regards to us learning. So breaking it down with all your heart. We know how to love with our heart. We are, humans are all about emotions. How many of you guys either are dating somebody or have dated somebody? Ava, I knew you were gonna raise your hand. Knew it, love you Ava. (laughs) Cause your smile, you just went Ava, your smile tells me that you love with your heart. So we guys, as, as a human, like we, if it's one thing we know how to do, which gets us into a lot of trouble sometimes, we know how to emote. Meaning we know how to, 
we know how, how we deal with emotions. You know what I mean? Like, we know how to love with all of our heart, even if it's not real love, but in your opinion, it might be. You know? Some of you guys will be dating someone, and that's the love of your life. Like, we grasp this easily. Loving with all your heart. You know what I'm talking about? You understand this. So, we understand, like, when we love God, we love God with our emotions. You know what I mean? When we think of God, it should make you happy. It's that emotion. You know, when you think of the person that you're quote-unquote dating or sincerely dating or whatever, you, you get happy when you think of it unless you're mad at them for some reason. But you know that there's some kind of emotion there. So it's all about your heart. Now with your soul, man, that gets a little bit more deep. Your soul, your very spirit, your very being, your life. Listen, if you do not, if you cease to have a soul, if you do not have a soul any longer, you do not have a life any longer. So when it says that with all your soul, it's with everything inside of your very life, you love God. With every aspect of your life, you love him. When you think about God, you say, you know what, God, I could not go on living without you because that is how I need to live my life. With all of my soul, loving God. With all of your strength, Where's my, uh, my gym people at? Do any people here go to the gym? Nice. You just came from the gym? Listen, check this out. I have a membership to LA Fitness. I've used this once. I've used this once. And uh, every time I drive by that place, Kevin, Kevin, my little son, he looks at it and says, can we go there? Because they have a little play place inside. And I said, I have no desire to go there whatsoever, Kevin. You know what, Kevin? I'm going to take you to McDonald's drive through instead. Just kidding. All right. With all your strengths, with our efforts, guys. Listen, our vision, first part, is what? Love God. With your heart, with all your soul, with your strength, with our efforts. With whatever strength you can muster up during the hardest times of your life. You love him, even if you do not feel like loving him. For those who are dedicated to the gym, if you're dedicated to the gym, if you do not feel like going to the gym and hitting up leg day, because you're so dedicated to the gym, you're going to go to the gym. Listen, loving God with all of your strength is about loving him, even if you do not have the strength or the want to do it. Loving him with all of your strength and with all of your mind. Man, your thoughts throughout the day. Listen, do you have pure thoughts? Do you have happy thoughts? Listen, are you mentally understanding that there are attacks that come to your brain, that there are lies that the enemy puts in your head? And are you going to sit there and listen to those lies? Or are you going to silence those lies that the enemy may put in your head and say, you know what? Not today, devil, because I'm loving God with all of my mind. Okay? With all of my mind. All right? So right there. First part of the vision of the arsenal, love God, love God, love God. Do not forget this part. So important. The next part, and this is the second great commandment, love people. Matthew twenty-two thirty-nine says this, love your neighbor as yourself. All of the law, all 618 laws that were listed throughout the Old Testament, all of the prophets hang 
on these two commandments, okay? If you truly love God and love people, you are abiding by those commandments. Jesus fulfilled that law. We can get into that another time. I know that may sound confusing, but just know that simple truth. 1 John 4.19 says this, we love because he first loved us. We love because he first loved us. 1 John 4, 7 through 8 says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Even if you're not a Christian, if you have an inkling of love with you, you know what it's like to experience God. Why? Because God is love. And whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. In John 13, 34 through, hold on one second, I may not have wanted to go there. Yes, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you, are all, you also are to love one another. By this, all people will know, and you know I love this verse, by this, all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Listen, guys, this is what we are all about. Our vision is to love God and love people. Check out this next verse right here. And this verse should really, really start to ring true with us today. In a world with so much hate, think about this verse. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or a sister is a liar is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. This is about as real as it gets. Listen, if you do not love people, the people around you, regardless of their race, regardless of their gender, regardless of their sexual orientation, whether or not they're homosexual or not, if you do not love them, regardless of that, whether or not they may have the same social status as you, maybe they have a different background, whatever, if you do not love those people, then it is impossible for you to love God. And this is right here in this verse. So this is an encouragement to you. Part of our vision is to love people. We want people from every race, every background, every so, uh, sexual orientation to be and feel loved in this place. Why? Because Jesus loves them. And the reality is this. This does not mean that you have to support every aspect of their lifestyle. This doesn't mean you have to support that. But the reality is this. It does mean that you have to love them, that you have to pray there, pray for them, and you have to be there for them in times when they're needed. The Bible talks about you rejoice when others rejoice and you, and you mourn when others mourn. And one of the greatest ways that you can love the people around you is to be there for them. I'm not sitting here telling you that you have to support and be in support of every lifestyle of the people around you, but I am sitting here and saying exactly what the Bible is saying, and that is for us to love people because if we do not love people, we do not love God. And that is about as real as it gets. And the next part of this, change the world. We wholeheartedly believe here, I wholeheartedly believe here, that if we can grasp the idea 
of loving God, and I'm almost done, guys. I'm wrapping up with this. If we can grasp the idea of loving God and loving people, then we can change the world. We can. If it's one thing that this world needs, it's love. Doing what we can to change this world is not an option for us. It is a command from God. Mark 16, 15 says this, going to all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Matthew 28, 19 says this, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Listen, you are a part of the vision. Loving God is all about you. Loving people is all about you. Changing this world is all about us. We get to be a part of that. And this is something that the Lord has called each and every one of us to do. So I want to encourage you guys to go out there and be world changers by loving God, loving the people around you, and being there for them.